You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, Breaking Down the Ring is here this wonderful Sunday before Christmas to give you the gift of our picks for WWE's tables, ladders, and chairs pay-per-view happening tonight. The C in TLC doesn't really stand for chairs. It stands for, crap, this better be good. The T stands for, this better be good. The L stands for, looks like another letdown. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's WWE. They can pull shit out of their ass. They don't give a shit. But we're going to get into all that and more this week as we... Professional wrestler and professional podcaster, Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross. This is The Smoke Show, Scarlett Bordeaux. What's up, guys? The After Machine, Brian Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to The Art of Wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to... And you're listening... And you're listening to... You listen to Breaking Down the Ring. 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 Bring it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening, you are watching, you are paying attention to the most inappropriate pro wrestling show in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew. The Shepherd, Koenig 19. And me, the almighty one, Mikey himself. Uh, fucking, we're going to get down to this, man. We're going to get into TLC like it's WWE trying to give a sex offender a contract extension and more money. I know. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. <laughs> How does a sex of offender Matt get a check so fat? Oh, I made it. I made it a rhyme, bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm so good. I'm so fucking good. Oh, man. It's like all you have to do to be a star in WWE, to be featured, is make sure that a woman try to tell you no. Or a kid. Or a kid. WWE. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the application. Some more, it's WWE supporting horrible people. Then, now, forever. Oh. Anyway, enough with us hating WWE. Let's talk WWE pay-per-view. TLC is tonight. 
Uh, grand total of six matches on this card. Everyone looking forward to the Royal Rumble because uh, this is just – this whole pay-per-view is fodder. Drink, buddy. Here's the thing. You look at every one of these matches, and I'm totally giving away my picks right here. Nothing's changing. Every, uh, one, one. I have one change, one title changing, one. That's it. And again, they're fodder. The losing team is fodder to build up the O, and that's fine, right? Because the one we're going to get into, and we'll talk about it, because that's really all we're doing today is making our TLC picks, other than, you know, taking pot shots at WWE, because that's what we do. We're all about the pot here on WWE. Pot and shots. That's all we do. If you have a problem with that, fuck you. Got two words for you. Pot shots. (laughs) (laughs) New t-shirt idea. Yeah, shots and pots, baby. That's how we live our lives. I'm sharing the live real quick. Uh, Share via... Uh, nope, not, not share via who's via more options share. Nope. Why can't I just fucking share to, Oh, because I'm under the breaking down the ring thing. Anyone who's listening to this, what's up? How you doing? Uh, Is is this how they do it? Is this just how they do it? This? Yeah, this is exactly how we do it. This is how we live our lives. We don't care. Right. Making. That's what I'm typing. Making. Our PW score card picks for hashtag TLC, bitch. No, TLC. It typed TLS. What, what would TLS be? TLS. Tables, ladders, and, and, and substrifuge? I don't know. Good word. It doesn't even make any sense. Why did I say that? No, Out of yeah, all me. the words that start with an S, that's what you went with. I'm, I'm I went a with little bit impressed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, tables, <laughs> ladders, and submarines. Tables, ladders, and seared steaks. Tables, ladders, and suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> Nick, it's, uh, it's a fun day, man. It's a fun day. Tables, ladders, fun- and sex. Whoa. That's the Attitude Era, sir. Did so I okay real quick? Did you see this little report saying that the USA is clamoring for more adult content from WWE? Yep. So, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've seen the report a couple from a couple different sources, and I feel like it's true. But they're not necessarily looking for the sexual end of it; they're looking for a little bit more of a violent take on it. Okay. Um, I'll be very honest. When I saw that, my first thought was, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, fucking, uh, Kyle commented tables, ladders, and stairs. Oh, why didn't we think of that? We went so far out of the box with that. And Kyle's just like the most chill. I got this. Uh, here it is. You fucking idiots. I didn't fall. What are you talking about? Get it? Mic drop? No? All right, cool. 
Uh, it's tweeted. It's Facebooked. It's everything. Someone can watch if they feel like watching. Hi to everybody watching. All of you beautiful fucking people. Let's make some motherfucking picks. All right. So, yes, tonight, TLC. Go to ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. You know what you can do? If ProWrestlingScoreCards.com, you can go to the digital. As you can see, Nick, you that's what you get for having a sheet background. No one can see. You can Damn get yourself it. a digital. It's free, motherfuckers. It's free, free, free. You have to pay nothing. Not a goddamn penny. And you can get on there and you can make your picks for these matches. Okay? And then there's extras. And then you're a part of the Pro free, Wrestling free, Scorecard free, free. community. Free, free, free. And you're part of the Scorecard community. Right? And then you can see how you stack up against everyone. Not just anyone. Not just yourself. Not just your friends. The entirety of the scorecard people. And currently, everyone's so excited to be playing this. There are 93 people who have filled out their scorecards. I want to let you know, I just went to this page and I clicked it and it was 90 just 30 seconds ago. Legit. And then I refreshed it and it's 93. So they're going up, man. It took t- One every 10 seconds is filling out a scorecard for TLC. You can see how you stack up, but really it's more about how we stack up against Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Because tonight, TLC is the finale for BDR versus PWS 4. You're looking at your top two scores for the entire competition right here. Good old Cole Nick 19. Me, the almighty one. It's what we do, man. What we do is we just put the team on our backs and we carry it. As you can see, it's the power hand. The reason he uses the power hand when he does the you can't see me is because you can see him through the hand. So it's like, you can see me. Yeah, that's how I got it. That's how you get there. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, just uh, take, take, a, take a bit off. So, <laughs> 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 so we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about these TLC picks. That's all we're doing today, folks. Look, it's Sunday. It's the it's a Sunday before Christmas. You got gifts to wrap. We got gifts to wrap. You got family shit. We got family shit. But we can't come to you on a weekend pay-per-view and not make these picks. So here we go, kicking it off. I'm going to start. Nick's going to finish because, look, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Nick's the champion right now. That's for right now because the first pay-per-view in this uh, December, the NXT War Games, Nick came in in a staggering fourth place in BDR. I don't know who came in fifth. Um, Not sure who the fifth uh person was in our group uh one out of five i just know that nick was four i don't know who's five no fucking clue who five was none i'm pretty sure it was another white guy though no it was totally me oh (laughs) (laughs) of course it's me (laughs) i'm not i'd be (laughs) If I was one or two, of course. When it's number, f- when I'm number five, I'm like, oh, fuck, do that. They suck. Fuck them. Some hey, dude. Hey, what a fucking nerd. Who knows that? You know, it's it's. Uh, I mean, but yes. So the breaking down the ring, the scores stack up. Uh, NXT War Games was the first one for December, and Z is at 58 points. Walt is at 48. Smitty's at 45. Nick's at 36, and me, motherfucker. 26. What's up? Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, dropping the tears and putting suckers in fear. 
uh, making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosion, Firefly Inferno. All right, that's the first match on the TLC picks. Nice segue. Thanks, man. You know, that's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, I almost said on the TLC tip, though. On the TLC We're doing nothing but old school hip-hop and R&B today, folks. That's what it is. That's how it goes. Uh, Kyle does have to come back on soon with us. I fully agree. Kyle, man, you can come on right now if you want to make your picks, bro. I got no problem with that. It's only us two. We can do this. We can make it an hour-long show. We can talk a little WWTLC. If you want to co- comment, if you want to come in, bro, just message me. I'll shoot you the link. I got no beef with the knockouts and three counts. Joining the BDR fam for the day real quick because it's just Nick and I. And I would like to make this at least an hour-long show rather than oh My God, it's show. Kyle from Knockouts to Three Counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kyle! It's Kyle! It's Kyle! Back on TNT for the first time in 20 years! <laughs> Just, that's how it goes, you know. Um, yeah, so, here we go. Uh, the Firefly Inferno match. Look, this is going to be weird, man. This is, first off, it's the first time we've had any type of Inferno match in WWE in years. Second off, I do appreciate the playing of this into... WWE's storyline with this, right? Like, does it seem forced and quick for Randy versus The Fiend-ish? I'll give you that. I'll give you ish. Partially, like, could have been built up for a better pay-per-view than TLC, right? Because this is a big match. But, at least with how they're doing it, they're doing it so well to where it does play into the past because of the inferno that Randy Orton did to Sister Abigail's house. Fuck it, set it ablaze, right? So it makes sense to play into this. Nick, how are you feeling uh, with the kind of quick, maybe slightly early jump on this, but understandably so, uh, match for the, the build for this match? Yeah, it's a little early, but I'm not that mad about it. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I found out that it was an Inferno match two days ago. Um you know, so that was kind of like that took, you know, t- made me kind of like what, you know. <laughs> but like you said, it does make sense based on their history. Um, I would have liked to have seen um, a little bit more of a build up, but it is WWE, so you know, I, like I said, I'm not that mad about it. I am kind of intrigued to see how they pull this off. Um. I agree. It seems like um, it's a little fast, but understandably so, right? You got, you kind of have the filler pay-per-views and normally they are reserved for match building ability, right? But the problem is you get into these filler pay-per-views and you're setting stuff up unless edge can't, do WrestleMania for the title, which would be beautiful. But again, maybe Vince is pushing it off. Edge signed a three-year contract, right? He's already been talking about, he's already talked that he's pushed off Roman versus the rock at this WrestleMania because they deserve fans and they deserve a much larger uh, audience, which is why they were really excited for it to be in California. But it's looking like nothing's happening in California in the foreseeable future. So maybe they move mania from California to somewhere else. Maybe the Thunderdome. Who knows? Highly doubt that, though. And then you get Mania in California, WrestleMania 38. You know, in 38, you might see Rock and Roman 
Edge Norton. You know, you might get the two main events that they really wanted. Who knows? So let's go ahead and make our picks here. Um, I have Bray Wyatt going over Randy Orton. I feel like it's the smart thing to do always, but WWE usually does the dumb things, you know, like trying to get a contract extension to sex offenders. Uh, one finisher. <laughs> I will always take a shot at them. Uh, one finisher. I think the match is going to be 15 minutes. Uh, Alexa Bliss appearance. Fuck yeah. Uh, wrestler lit on fire. It's an inferno match, right? I understand that WWE is doing things differently, but I feel like you have the, the finish of any inferno match has always been someone lit on fire. So right. yes to wrestler lit on fire. Nick, what you got? Um, I have Bray Wyatt also going over. I have four finishers, um, 12 minute match time. Yes. To a bliss appearance. And yes, to a fire. So why do you think four finishers? Um, I can see the mandible claw. I can see uh, Sister Abigail in there. And I can see it, Randy Orton, hitting at least two RKOs um, to take out the Fiend because the Fiend is just this, you know, ultimate power similar to the Undertaker where it takes you know, more than one to knock them out. So I'm going to go a little high with, uh, with four. All right. See, I went one because my thought process is similar. It was going to be similar to when John Cena was in it. I don't know if it's going to be weird like that. Like there's going to be all flipping through a fun house and stuff and he's got to keep up with him. But my thought process is Fiend's going to catch a surprise moment. Boom. Hit, uh, the sister Abigail and then get the pin on, on one. Uh, which is why I went one. But again, yours also makes sense. There's two different logics there. They're both really good. I don't want to knock it too much or go too deep into this because it's it's a fucking Firefly match. Any Firefly match is just ridiculous off the top, crazy stuff, which is fine, right? Like, I'm not knocking the type of match. It's just don't put too much fucking thought in it, folks. It's, it's a Firefly match. Don't put too much thought in it. You know what? Had I known, had I known that this was going to be an inferno match for longer than two days, I would have suggested that they add um, which body part catches on fire as uh, extra. So that would have been good. That would have been a good extra. I will say that I think they announced it on social media that it was going to be an inferno match, and then it showed up on. And WWE posted it, said it on SmackDown. Walt's here. Hey, Walt. Oh, your audio is not connected yet. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what was that? There was a vibration. We got good vibrations. Good, I wonder if Walt has sound yet. Good, good vibrations. Really? I, I was going Marky Mark and you went Beach Boys. Got your good vibrations. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, look at you. Right. you. Can't see your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there, better. Ah, there he is. Um, yeah, I, ha- I have my phone set on. Uh, do not disturb. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us, man. But I didn't. Smitty, those ahead. kids, man. The kids were playing with my phone. Stupid children. That's why I only have mine every now and then. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Always here. <laughs> right, they just won't leave. Go with your mom somewhere. Uh, we you just leave either. Make... <laughs> <laughs> God damn, everything's closed. 
we just made our picks for the Firefly Inferno match. We, uh, we're just starting. We're telling the world that that's all we're doing right now is making our picks. So what are your picks for the Firefly Inferno match, and how are you feeling about the buildup for it? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, so be completely honest, like I'm behind by like three weeks on everything. Okay. So I, I started binge watching, like I'm actually watching, like I have raw on right now as we're doing this. Okay. Um, to get a better just idea. Get, just to get caught up. But, um, I'm, I picked Bray Wyatt to win. Okay. Um, I mean, so so far from what I've seen from Raw from three weeks ago, the buildup is, is has been pretty good consistently since they started this program, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I like the fact that they're they're kind of going going all the way back to their prior history too, and bringing all that yeah. stuff and and like just in, interconnecting everything. I I do like that. I you know that's just great st- storytelling. Yes. You know, which is you know, which which is underappreciated, I feel, and this day and age with with wrestling fans, um, they just they just want the big spots and you know, everybody's spot monkeys, and no one cares about stories anymore. I will say that's kind of crazy if you think about the old school mentality. Like us as wrestling fans, we like the story, right? We talk about it, like we want a good build, we want something to last a while. But all these other people are like, man, just pop me, make me pop. It's like, why? Why are we making you pop? I look weird without glasses now. I used to look weird with glasses. I'm too lazy to put contacts in now, man. I'm saving them up. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. We're not going anywhere. Fuck it. All right, so you got Bray Wyatt winning. What are the other picks for you? Uh, finishers. I got four finishers. Ooh. Um, 20-minute match time. Ooh. Alexa Bliss will appear. And I'm torn here with the last one because in my head, I feel like no, they're not going to set anyone on fire. Right, right. But oh, you know what? So when I made my picks, the first thing I said was an inferno match is supposed to end with fire. Someone's yeah. going to be set on fire. However, it's the new WWE. I could also just see Randy being thrown into a room and a fucking room going on fire. You not actually see Randy be on fire. Right. No, that you said that. I don't know, I mean, man. I'm gonna stick. To, I'm gonna be safe with the yes, though. I'm not changing mine. Like, I mean, I I haven't like I'm I've been I haven't made a pick on it yet. I'm just trying to like I, I'm just going back and forth in my head. Well, you got to um, pick. I'm just gonna go with my gut and say no. All right, no from the guts. Walt spilling his guts over here. Up next is the Raw Tag Team Championship. The New Day taking on the Hurt Business. Uh, we said it in the intro, man. Uh, the, this entire pay-per-view just seems like fodder. Drink. <laughs> and uh, you got to have something. I, I don't have anything to drink with me up here. Um, it's okay. We, we, it's <laughs> all right. Well, you disappoint us. Um, outside of this match, I don't really see any uh, changes in titles happening. So I'll get, divulge my picks. And I really think the Hurt Business is going to win this. But at the same time, it's a good call. I like the Hurt Business. I don't feel like the Hurt Business is bad for television at all. I think what they're doing, how they're playing, how their dynamics between each other and who they deal with is actually really good. I like. I, I think the Hurt Business is doing a good job. What are your thoughts on, on this uh, match and build-up, Nicholas? Um, 
I didn't like the Hurt Business at first, but yeah, I think that they've been doing a good job with them lately. I went back and forth with the the pick on this just because Cedric Alexander lately has kind of gotten a big head and they've given it to him. And like he tagged himself into a match the other night on Raw and he's got like an attitude about him. So, you know, it, it was this was actually a little tough, but um, I, I like the build to it. And uh, but yeah, I it's hard for me to say that the hurt business is going to go over here. What are your thoughts, Walt? Even um, if you're I, behind, well, I I, fe- I feel like it makes it, it kind of makes sense, you know, to 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 give the hurt business the the rub, especially Cedric Alexander, not necessarily uh, for Shelton Benjamin because I mean he's been around and he's held titles and everything. Already, but for Cedric Alexander, I think it'd be good. For, it'd be good for him. It'd be good for his look. Um, and I mean, and I think the reason why they they made New Day, you know, the tag champions, is for them to drop the titles to to make another team. Because mm-hmm. how you know what what better way to to make a team and to give a team a, a legitimate push and make and make a, a tag team legitimate than than beating one of arguably the the best tag teams in wrestling in the last 20 years. And the yeah. new, so, I mean, I, I think it would, it would make total sense for them for the hurt business to go over. Um, now my old, old school booking thought it's like, well, I, maybe they would save that for a bigger pay-per-view, like maybe Royal rumble next month. But, I mean, and today in today's WWE, I mean, titles change hands back and forth so quickly. I mean, you know, that's just how it's been for for the better part of uh, twenty five years now, where you just mm-hmm. title titles just flip around, you know, month weekly at times. It seems like so. I I think it would be a good call to ha- have the hurt business win. I mean, they they've been building them up, and you know, they had the the little run with uh, Retribution that started out really great and then just ended with a loud thud. Yeah. And WWE just gave up on retribution like that. <laughs> well, I don't think WWE gave up a retribution, but you know, I think the, the, <laughs> the, the, the people who have buried more talent in wrestling more than John Cena, Hulk Hogan, this man combined are, are the fans. Cause I, I feel like, I feel like the fans just complete because the retribution, it wasn't what the fans wanted, so they immediately shit on it, and and it lost, and that that didn't help it either. That's just my personal opinion, and I, I won't get on my soapbox right now. <laughs> well, again, though, let's 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 stand on this soapbox. When it was presented, so like I I'm all for letting things play out, but it's like every time they made they gave retribution a step forward, especially when they added Ali Mustafa Ali to it. It just, then they all of a sudden just like smack it. Right. And the fans are like, I want it. I would like to get behind it. I wanted to get behind retribution, but it, it just, it just started making so much little sense that I had to go, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm done. And that's me not shit talking it, you know, because we even said the, you know, I believe when Mustafa Ali were like, awesome, finally, something with direction, something to give it purpose, something to give it a motivation to move forward because it was like they were everywhere and then all of a sudden they were only on Raw and then they were kind of doing, you know, then they signed contracts just to destroy things in WWE. Like, why? It's not like it's going to stop anything. Oh, they got Mustafa Ali in there. Okay, cool. Now what? You're just going to keep making them look foolish because it's not like any of the losses that they took made sense. Right. They just fucking holy shit. How high are you, man? 
<laughs> uh, I just woke up, like, literally. Yeah. Um, Allie's like, why didn't you set an alarm? I'm like, I normally wake up at 8 o'clock on Sundays. This is not an issue. So, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> it's okay, man. Um, we made our Inferno match pick. Do you have your match for that set? Uh, yep. Give me one second to pull it up. Oh, that's what she said. Oh. hey That's why I got married. Gross. That's my cousin. Uh, you did it to yourself. Masturbation, baby. All right. I got Bray Wyatt uh-huh. uh, winning the match. Four finishers total. 13-minute match time. Yes to an Alexa Bliss appearance. And yes to wrestler lit on fire. It's funny. I'm the only one who didn't pick four ma- four finishers. I have one. I I have a feeling it's going to be Randy Orton's going to like RKO him three times. He's just going to stand right back up. You think that he, Fiend's going to be the first person to pop up from an RKO? Uh, it, I mean, the way they built the Fiend, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think RKO is, man, RKO is the more, most protected finisher outside of Dean Ambrose double arm DDT. In yeah, w- but the whole. Movie. But the whole gimmick behind the fiend is he doesn't sell. <laughs> mm. I don't. I, mean, I, don't I, I, I mean, I maybe not four RKOs, but he's definitely kicking out of one, and then Randy's going to get pissed and do another one. He's even going to punt him, and he's going to kick out of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think Randy's going to get an RKO off. I, I think that it's going to do some sort of weird thing like the Cena mat type Firefly match, and then. Out of nowhere, boom, Sister Abigail, pin one, two, three. But, again, I also understand every one of the other points of why this might be more than one finisher. I get it. All right. So we were talking about Hurt Business and uh, New Day and the build for this. What are your thoughts, Z? Um, I think uh, the Hurt Business finally going to go over. It, fe- it feels like they should have went over and won the championship. Maybe the first time, maybe maybe even the second time they face the New Day, because we're going on like four or five times now where they've had title opportunities, and it's it's almost like you have to put it on them. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, nothing makes sense. They should have, like I said, they should have put up on the Hurt Business earlier, and then they could have done like a, a flip-flop thing with the belts, like New Day loses them, New Day wins it back, and you know, however you want to extend that feud. But uh, if they don't, I don't want to see them face the Hurt Business anymore. I've seen it way too fucking much in the past three months. So Fair. I th- think they're going to take it, but if they don't, I don't want to see it ever again. All right, so we're going to kick off the picks. Walt, we're going to start with you, uh, then Z, then myself, then Nick. So, Walt, go for it. All right. Uh, we're still on the, the tag match, right? Yeah, raw tag match. Yeah, all right. So um, I got got the hurt business winning by pinfall. Cedric Alexander makes the, makes the fall. Kofi takes the fall. Um, six aerial moves and five interrupted pins. All right, Z. Um, I have watching you wake up is hilarious. By the way, shut up. The Hurt Business by pinfall. I have Cedric pinning Kofi. uh, Seven aerial moves and four interrupted pin attempts. All right. Uh, I also have the Hurt Business 
uh, by pinfall. Cedric Alexander pinning Xavier Woods. Aerial moves, six. Interrupted pin attempts, nine. Nice. I literally only did that for a six nine. <laughs> Legit. I could I might be work out to my favor. More likely it won't, but at least I did 69 and one of these picks. Nick, you're up. Well, uh, I have the hurt business by pin Cedric Alexander making the fall. Xavier is going to take it. Seven aerial moves and six interrupted pin attempts. All right. Up next is the women's tag team championship match. Uh, Baszler and Jax defending against Asuka and a person to be determined. It was supposed to be Lana. And then they took Lana out of the TLC match. And then Raw had its worst rating in history. Lana. <laughs> Lana. Uh, it's uh, apparently everyone still uh, hates Raw for what it's doing. It's destroying everything that it's building up. It's getting more and more ridiculous to the fans to the point where no rating has ever been lower. As a matter of fact, Raw even lost in the key demographic group to AEW from the week before. Raw put up lower number in that for the first time ever against AEW. And uh, which, USA Network is pissed. Yes. Uh, crazy thing is, here's what's really crazy, is all of the writing for this week's Raw was done to appease Vince so there wasn't any changes that happened like that, and the show was thrown away and being written as it was happening, which is normal for WWE. This is all written in advance. Nothing was thrown out. Vince was happy with the entire script, and shit. Absolute fucking shit. Now, granted, I will fully embrace the fact that ratings are more determined on what happened the week before than what happened the current week. I do know that you can bring people in, but if you're not happy with what's happening the week before, you're probably tuning out a little bit more and a little bit more later, later, later. So I'm not saying it's fully to blame on what happened on this week's show, but it definitely didn't do anything to help them in the future. Uh, women's tag match. Z, what are you thinking about the buildup for this, man? The Lana stuff from fucking Survivor Series to Lana's leg being taken out to all of this. Um, okay, so originally when this storyline was unfolding and it was probably the the third, maybe the fourth time Lana went through the announce table, um, I was starting to get invested in this storyline. I'm also the only one in the group that picked Lana to be the sole survivor at Survivor Series. Um, I and did. then what they... And then what they did, oh, yeah, Nick copied. That's right, I forgot. (laughs) Um, But then, like, what they did with her after Survivor Series, I was kind of invested in that story because it was like, all right, she was a sole survivor. All right, you're putting her with, like, Asuka. I I don't think Lana's a great wrestler, but I was invested in this story. Like, they, they made me care. So I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. And then randomly, as they're building up steam, as they're making... Lana, this huge face, they just write her right off TV. No, no rhyme or reason. Like, they, I understand it was a brutal attack, but they put her through six tables prior and she got up every fucking time. And this one time she couldn't. Doesn't make well, no one sells table spots anymore, Z. So that doesn't really matter. No one, no one sells table spots. And uh, but- I was going to say, plus, if you're using this and then she still shows up at TLC tonight to be in the tag match, 
You know what I'm saying? It kind of still builds her character a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it, obviously, we're making it sound like the thing was brutal, but it took some time and she's still back to fight. So there there could be the help there. But again, that really is really dependent on her actually showing up tonight, you know? Yeah, it, it made this match uh, a little hard to pick because it was like, well, if Lana comes back, I think they they lose just <clears throat> because. Why, why are you going to give our Asuka two titles? But if the rumors about, you know possibly charlotte being her partner then i think they win it so yeah this match was a little hard to call i agree nick what are your thoughts on this build there's a lot uh happening with this based on some of the things that i've read and what shit that z said because i was too kind of invested in it after you know you put lana through 48 tables week over week over week um, and you know, I, I have not been impressed with her wrestling. She had time to kind of work on that for a while and it's not any better now than it was before, but at least she had somebody in her corner who was one of the, if not the best women's wrestler in the company. Um, but you know, when you totally smashed her on Monday, it's, kind of making me feel like it's due to Mandy coming back and like the idea was to have Mandy and Dana go over Naya and uh, Shayna before Mandy got injured so you know like I said there's a lot of different variables here that are coming into play that made this one kind of hard to pick right. and Charlotte like Z said and... mm. yeah uh, well what's your what are your thoughts um uh you know i as i'm just as i'm watching lana get uh get the re- recaps of lana get put through a table as we're talking about this <laughs> kind of per- perfectly syncs up um i i feel like i might be the only person that doesn't really care that lana's off tv or not like i i don't care she does nothing for me. She never has. Um, even when she was with Rusev, like I was never a huge fan of Rusev either. So like, I, I have no emotional investment in, in her character arc at all. It was entertaining to see her get put through a table every week and, and, and all that. But I mean, I'm, I'm not going I, to, I, I didn't, I didn't watch raw for the last three weeks because they, they were going to write Lana off TV. So, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't care. I guess right. My my wage is like I don't really care if Which she's there or not. You know. Yeah. Um, my thought process on this is WWE saw their saw their ratings tanking and they got rid of Lana to do the Charlotte thing and to have Charlotte in the mix and on TV again because they feel that Charlotte is their most viable option. Um, I think Charlotte is one of the best wrestlers overall on the in the WWE brand period. So to me, that makes sense. Uh, and, and to bring her in. However, I think to get ratings going is what made the, these picks actually easy for me. And I'll get into that as soon as we get Z's picks. So Z you're first, then me, then Walt, then Nick. All right. Um, I have, Asuka and to be determined winning 
by pinfall. Uh, the to be determined are the unannounced talent will make the fall. Shayna Baszler will take the fall. Um, six legal tags, and Lana will be Oscar's partner. All right. <clears throat> now, here's why I think that they're bringing Charlotte back because I have Baszler and Jax retaining. Because something's going to happen with Charlotte and Asuka because there's already a built-in feud there, right? But it makes sense for Charlotte to come back because Nia Jax is the one that took her out. So you bring her back, have her in this tag match, but you're not going to have her as a tag team champion. You don't want that. You're Unless they do the Shawn Michaels-John Cena thing where they have their, their – at odds. see, now I'm, thinking, now I'm overthinking this. Basically, the reason I went with it – yeah – Oh, Z was yawning. I thought he was like, oh, he was like, no, he's yawning. Uh, <laughs> so I have Baszler and Jax by pinfall. Nia Jax is making the fall. Asuka's taking the fall. Six legal tags and Asuka's partner, Charlotte Flair. Because I think something's going to happen in the middle of that match where Charlotte's like, fuck you, I'm done. Come back. And she's going to fight Asuka as a heel to take the Raw Women's Championship because we need ratings. We need ratings. Oh, my God, we need ratings. Uh, Walt, what are your picks? Um, I just want to say it real quick, uh, Mikey, get out of my head. <laughs> We're the same person. Fuck, right man. So, well, so I have Baszler and Jax winning by pinfall with Nia Jax making a fall. Asa's going to take the fall because Charlotte's going to turn on her in the middle of the match and cost her the match. <laughs> so Asuka's partner is going to be Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> How many legal tags? Ten. Oh, man. <laughs> <Fucking> ten. <laughs> Nick. I'm going to go out on a really long limb with this one. Okay. Um, I've got none for the winner because it wasn't an option. Because I, I can see both your points, Walt and Mikey, with Charlotte coming back in this match. Turning on Asuka, I think that makes sense. I think what Z says makes sense. There's a lot of that's why I said there's a lot of different variables here. Um, I can see Charlotte not making an appearance tonight and coming back on Raw tomorrow, or the Rumble, uh, or the Rumble. Um, I I kind of have to go. I'm going to go with Mandy Rose. And uh, Dana Brooke coming into this match, and I can see Nia and Shayna taking Asuka out before the match even starts. Adam, what's the, the general manager guy's name? He's not his general manager. Whoever that guy is. That yeah, guy. Pierce. There you go. Pierce is going to come out. He's going to give them a tag team to face. It's going to be Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. And I think that they're going to go over here. I think Dana Brooks improved a lot. I think Mandy Rose has improved a lot. And like I said, I think that's the direction they were going in the first place. Plus, that puts Nia and Shayna, or both, one or the other, in a program with Charlotte and Asuka, or all four of them, two of them. I, I think that makes, for me, that kind of makes sense. So. All right. That's a pretty big limb, especially seeing as Pro Wrestling Scorecards usually just doesn't score the match if that happens. So if that is the limb that happens, no one's getting points anyway. <laughs> well, so I put I put none. 
Um, fall type is a pin. The unannounced talent will make the fall. Nia Jax will take it. Six legal tags. But I still put Charlotte as Asuka's partner just in case. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella trying to take the belt off the boss. Sasha Banks. Look, look, man, I'm going to say this right now, and this is uh, kind of spoilery, kind of not. If, you've been, if you're a Star Wars nerd and you're watching The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, you know that Sasha Banks has been a part of The Mandalorian Season 2. So this looks to me like, as a huge nerd, Sasha Banks is about to have one of the best fucking weekends of her life. She had a tornado DDT on a historic Star Wars figure on Friday's episode, season finale of The Mandalorian. And now she looks to hopefully retain against Carmella. Um, so it could be a really good weekend for Sasha Banks, man. Um, Carmella's debuted a new character. She's uh, put on some muscle weight. Uh, she's, you know, looking like a real strong contender. How are you feeling about this build here, Nicholas? Um, I, I like it. Uh, I'm not a fan of, uh, Carmela's. I don't remember uh, what they keep calling the guy. They keep giving him a name. That's like a wine expert. Um, He's basically a cabana boy. Yeah. That, that's her Virgil. Yeah. 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 yeah basically uh, I can do without that, but, um, you know, the build has been been fine. It's been building for quite a while, well over a month. Um, so I, I think this will be a good match. And, and Carmella, from what it seems like, has improved a little bit. And she's getting better and better over the last couple of years. So it'll be a good match. Uh, what are your thoughts, Zeke? Uh, I have zero interest watching Carmella wrestle. I, I I I really I don't think she's as good as everybody claims she is. Um, and I mean, her new gimmick is uh, it, it's really it's slightly it's like an evolution of her old character. It's not a new character. It's just we're adding another layer to your old character, which is good for her. But I I really don't think she's that good in the ring. And like. Uh, I was talking to somebody about it, but the first time she tried to do the code of silence on Sash Banks, she had gained so much muscle weight that she didn't have the flexibility to do it and couldn't grab her own foot to actually make the hold look realistic. So, um, yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> Walt, any input? Um, honestly, what Z said, like, I don't. Like I feel the same way about Carmella that I feel about Lana. The only difference is, at least with Lana, we get a bunch of anal jokes. <laughs> For all you dyslexic people out there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Again, like I, I said at the beginning of this show, every fucking match here just seems like it's a bunch of fodder. I have more interest in Carmella than I do Lana. You do? Like, mm-hmm. like interest or? No, just as a character. I think Lana's got a million dollar body and a 10 cent base, quoting Bobby Heenan. <laughs> I mean, you're not exactly wrong there. <laughs> no one's arguing that. <laughs> Facts. 
So <laughs> let's go into our picks. I'll kick this one off. Uh, I have Sasha Banks retaining her title by submission over Carmella. I think Carmella, though, will be the first to get a near fall. I think uh, the near falls will count up to number to five total. And I think we're going to have three submission rope breaks in this one. Uh, Walt, what you got? I have, I have, I have Sasha winning by submission. Um, first, to get a near fall, I'm gonna go with Sasha. Uh, why is there an echo? Z, what are you doing? I'm looking at my picks. <laughs> he didn't mute himself. That's why. Oh, okay. oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I was wondering I have- where the echo was coming from. To be honest, I didn't know who it was. I, I just I just blame the the late high guy. <laughs> he can't even respond right now, but there's no echo. So yeah, it might have been him. <laughs> um, I got f- uh, five near falls and four submission rope breaks because sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, Z, you're gonna have to come back and unmute yourself, then give your picks. All right, I'm not Smitty. I don't need a, a lesson in how to unmute myself. Also. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't need a lesson, but I do know you're tired. All right, fair. Um, I have Sasha Banks winning by submission. Uh, first to get a near fall will be Carmella. There'll be three near falls and two submission rope breaks. All right. Nick? Uh, Sasha Banks by submission. Sasha's going to be the first to get a near fall. Six near falls, three submission rope breaks. All right. Up next is the TLC match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defending against the phenomenal AJ Styles. Um, I will say before this past Raw, the ratings that came out for it, I was dead set Drew McIntyre was winning this match. But... Now I don't know what type of reactions are about to happen in the WWE. Do you have AJ Styles go over? Because AJ Styles, when he was champion on SmackDown or anything, was usually a great ratings draw and highly touted and uh, by the smart fans. For because I mean, let's just be honest. AJ's great, and AJ holding the title makes every match that much better. And because of those ratings, you got to wonder if Vince WWE are going to go reactionary and say, look, Drew's not doing it for us. We want him to be doing it. He's not. We got to get this title off of him. Put it on AJ. AJ's a great round person to do it anyway. So I went from going, Drew's running with this fucking belt to run to rumble to maybe AJ might have an option of taking it. What are your thoughts there, Nick? Um. Kind of along the same lines, you know, I, I have this image in my head of there's no ladder in the ring, but um, I, and I can't remember his the dude that's with AJ, but he's he's standing on his shoulders or he's using him as a ladder to reach up and get the belt um, and, and win the match um, because that motherfucker is one of the tallest people I've ever seen. Um. But I also think that they're going to keep the the belt on Drew a little bit longer, maybe have him go into a program with Sheamus. Um, it was a little bit of a tough call, but I'm still going with Drew. Z, what are you thinking, man? 
Um, I think they're going to go with Drew. Uh, everything I've read so far is that the reset for Raw is going to either happen tomorrow night on Raw or they're going to wait until the Rumble. Got to do like a bunch of surprises at the Rumble and have the reset for the build of WrestleMania. Um, I don't. I don't think Drew's your ratings problem here. I think either. I think the Raw show is booked so bad that nobody cares about the main event. They don't. They don't book them like they booked them twenty years ago, where they they start you off at the beginning of the show, maybe not with a promo like they do now, but like with something happening, and it goes throughout the whole show, and the whole show builds to the main event. So by the third hour, everyone's tuning in because they want to see what the fuck's going on. Now it's so formulaic that you kind of get bored after like the first hour and a half and no matter what is going on in the main event, nobody watches it. Yeah. It doesn't feel as important. Agreed. Uh, well, um, I, I, I kind of agree. I don't, I don't think Drew McIntyre is your problem. Um, he, he, he has a look, he has, he has the ability, he has a promo ability. He has everything that you're looking for. Um, the, the adults like him. The and and more importantly, the kids like them because that is the most important demographic for the WWE. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's the kids, and then and then it's the adults, and then the internet marks are like number seven or eight um, a- after dogs, cats, hamsters, and um, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking sexual predators, but okay, understandable. No, no, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> they really cater to that crowd. One point three million dollar extension. Well, you know, well, well. Well, we, well, it's because that their their suggestion to make Law and Order SVU into a comedy was rejected. So they have to. <clears throat> All right, riddle it away. <laughs> I made that joke. I said, "Riddle me this, riddle me that." <clears throat> How do sex offenders get contracts that are so fat? <laughs> because um, WWE um, wants more. Um, more allegedly, sir. Violence. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. Um, and I, I agree. I 100% agree about the Drew McIntyre thing. I do not think he is the ratings problem. I think he's the reason that you still have what you have tuning in, tuning in. Uh, Drew is great on the mic. He's great as a champion. Uh, he's great in the ring. Uh, it's, it's, he, he's, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say Drew McIntyre is your top tier technical wrestler, but it's better than the five moves of doom from John Cena and obviously a real, a good promo as well. So I, I I think Drew is your your mainstay. You're the guy that you do want to keep in place. But again, we all know WWE loves reactionary stupid shit, right? And if their ratings are going down, they never think it's the guy holding it up. They think it's the guy letting them down. So we'll see what they do. Uh, Walt, you're going to start with this, then Z, then myself, then Nick. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, Drew retaining. Uh, AJ is going to be the first to climb the ladder. Um, Drew is going to be the first to touch the belt. Time before belt touched. That just feels weird to say. That's a weird word. I don't. (laughs) Touch my belt. Oh, man. Matt Riddle's new finisher. Um, (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Touch my belt right above that. Oh. 
Um, time before. <laughs> time before. Bolt froze. Oh, uh, he's really stealing Smitty's gimmick right now. You're un- you're still muted. Now Z's stealing Smitty's gimmick. God damn it! Uh, Smitty's not it's here. Like, it's like, it's oh, like an minutes. infection. Smitty's like oh. an infection. Well, Am I back froze yet? Right before you gave the number. Oh, so five. No, before you gave the belt touch number. Five. Okay. Now five. First hit with, yeah, now first hit with chair. <laughs> um, I got Drew, first hit with the chair. Number of chair shots, I got got eight. And yes, the announcer, t- the announcer table will be destroyed. All right. Uh, Z. Uh, I have Drew winning. I have AJ being the first to climb the ladder. AJ being the first to touch the belt. Belt will be touched uh, after five minutes. Uh, Drew McIntyre will be the first hit with the chair. Be about ten chair shots, and yes, an announce table will be destroyed. I have Drew McIntyre winning. AJ Styles first to climb. AJ Styles first to touch. Uh, seven minutes uh, is the time before the belt touch because. Let's be honest. Drew is not that inviting overall. It's going to take him a little bit of time to work in someone to touch his belt. Uh, first hit with the chair will be Drew McIntyre. There will be only six chair so- shots, and no, an announce table will not be destroyed during this match. Nick. Similar picks. Uh, Drew McIntyre will be the winner. The first to climb will be AJ. The first to touch the belt will be AJ six minutes before the belt touched. Drew will be the first to be hit with a chair. Five chair shots. No to an announce table. All right. And finally, the, the final match on this card is the Universal Championship TLC match. Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens and uh, what has got Paul Heyman scared to see what Kevin Owens brings out of Roman Reigns. Z, what are your thoughts on the build here? Um, it's all right. I all right, so it's Roman Reigns, so Kevin Owens is not gonna go over and he's probably gonna, <gasps> get, gonna get murdered. Um what? so no. it it's cool to see Roman beating up somebody other than his cousin. So that's good. I wish I always wish Kevin did more, but obviously he's not going to do more in this spot, but he is an innovator of violence. So he, this is, this is his wheelhouse. So um, if they don't make this like a Roman squash match, this has potential to be the match of the night with some very creative spots, especially if they, you know, go with what Kevin Owens would like to do. Um, That's about that's about it. So, <laughs> Nick, yeah, I agree with Z. I think um, first, I'm, I'm definitely glad that it's somebody other than an USO that Roman's feuding with. Um, but this type of match, I mean, there's really nobody better, uh, at least on the SmackDown side, to put in a match with Roman other than Kevin Owens. You know, Kevin Owens will do these crazy spots, and you can beat the fucking shit out of him. Um, and you know, he'll make it look good. And so will Roman. So I think, you know, overall the feud kind of caught me by surprise when it started and I was a little bit iffy on it, but I think they've, 
they've done a pretty decent job. Um, I like Roman's character where he's at. I like him a little bit more every week. I think he plays a way better heel than he does face. Um, but, you know, again, I have no, no, like in no way, shape or form is Kevin Owens going to win this match. But I think it could definitely be a really good match because Owens puts on good matches and he makes shit look good. So. Yep. Well, what are you thinking? Um, I, I, I like this feud, uh, between KO and Roman. Um, Roman is just an excellent heel. Kevin Owens, he's, I mean, Kevin Owens, he's just great no matter what he's doing, whether it's heel face or tweener, whatever he's doing. Um, and, and I mean, I don't, obviously KO isn't going to win this match, but it's, he's, he's in a prime spot. He's in a main event spot against the top guy in the company and right where he should be. Frankly, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, it's it's an entertaining feud. I've actually watched SmackDown. I'm just behind on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because SmackDown's worth watching, whereas Raw is not. Well, True. well, I mean, I SmackDown ha- has has the big dog. So yeah, yeah. and I mean, it, it's kind of cool how they are playing into the fact that Roman has never beat Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> so so they, they basically, I think, they just have to you know, bring that full circle and have Roman go over on Kevin. So they can't say that, but Hey, Z, match... remember when Mikey asked me my opinion? Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's high. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Smitty. God. He was agreeing with you. He <laughs> just took a smoke some more, bud. <laughs> Oh, I forgot where I was going now. I lost my train of thought. Thanks, buddy. You were segueing to what Z was thinking. Yeah, I wasn't done talking, though. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm done. All right. Um, well, Z, we need, your, we need you to unmute because you're going first, then myself, then Walt, then Nick. All right. I have Roman Reigns winning the match. Roman Reigns will be the first to climb the ladder. Kevin Owens will be the first hit with the ladder. Roman Reigns will be the first to touch the belt. Three tables will be broken. Yes, either Uso enters the ring, and there will be zero kendo shots. All right. Um, Roman winning. Roman first to climb. First hit with the ladders. Kevin Owens first to touch the belt is Roman Reigns. Very similar to what Z just said. But I have two tables broken. Yes, there will be either of the Usos will enter the ring. And uh, look, four kendo stick shots, because I don't think any other match is going to use a kendo stick. So I can see a couple kendo stick shots being used here. So I got four. Walt. All right. I got, so I got Roman winning. Uh, KO first to climb the ladder. Uh, Roman is going to be the first hit with the ladder. KO first to touch the belt. I got three broken tables. Yes, who and Uso entering the ring, and I got six Kendall stick shots. All right, Nick. Uh, Roman's gonna win this one. <clears throat> Roman's gonna be the first to climb it. First hit with the ladder will be Kevin Owens. First to touch the belt will be Roman Reigns. Two tables broken. Yes, to an Uso entering the ring and six Kendo stick shots. Um, I'm actually gonna switch something here. 
Uh, I'm going to switch it to Kevin Owens being the first to climb the ladder. And uh, that's it. Just because the way they've played Roman, he's just been so methodical in his matches. Like it's a much slower pace that I could see him just beating the shit out of Kevin Owens before finally going up the ladder to get the, the belt. I don't think he really is going to make uh, a lot of attempts at this, but I can hundred percent see him stopping Kevin Owens before Kevin ever gets a t- chance to touch the belt. I agree. I'm changing that too. Yeah. So like um, I still have Roman Reigns being the first to touch the belt. Cause I think the only person who touches the belt is the person who's going to win. Yeah. And I think, I think that's going to be uh, Roman. Finally, for the Pro Wrestling Scorecard picks, uh, match main card match position. Opening match, third match, fifth match, and main event. Obviously, I'm kicking this off. I think the Raw Tag Team Championship will kick off this pay-per-view. Then I believe the third match is going to be your SmackDown Women's Championship match of Sasha Banks and Carmella. I think fifth match is going to be the Firefly Inferno match. And... I believe the main event will be the TLC match for the Universal Championship. I originally had WWE Championship. Don't know why I did that. Roman's the Universal Champion. And I think that one's going to close out the show. Um, or no, I don't know. I'm going to go. With, I'm, st- I'm sticking with Universal. Uh, Walt, what you got? All right. So I have. <clears throat> Sorry. So I have opening match. I'm going to go a little off cuff. I'm going to go opening match. going to be a Firefly Inferno match. Okay. Um, the third match, Women's Tag tag Team Championship. Fifth match, TLC for the WWE title. And then the main event, the Universal Championship. <laughs> See, I went with the Inferno match to go in between the two TLC matches. Just so I figured there'd be time to clean up. I think it's going to be a cinematic match so there's not gonna be anything in the arena anyway and it'll be given time to clean up between the matches but uh go ahead uh z all right i have i have the raw tag team championship opening the match uh third match will be the women's smackdown uh fifth match will be the firefly inferno and the main event will be the universal all right nick I've got the SmackDown Women's Championship opening. Um, The third match will be the Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, Fifth match is the Firefly Inferno. And the main event is the Blue Universal Championship. All right. So I do have a a question here because it's potentially right now, there are six matches on the card, which means probably the Women's Tag Championship will be on the pre-show which makes this a five-match card. So in in potential, your main event could also be your fifth match. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that. I, they've been doing something else, though. Something else happened in the uh, fucking kickoff. I, honestly, I, I could see something like Biggie and Sami Zayn. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying that because when I was uh, – you know, searching websites and stuff to kind of get an idea of who Asuka's partner would be. That match wasn't even considered part of like the betting odds or anything. So it wasn't even considered part of the pay-per-view. So I just automatically assumed it would be the pre-show. Fair. 
Yeah, no, I saw I, I saw betting odds on that one. But all right. Uh, on the women's tag match? Really? Yeah, that, it was the wait, the women's tag match? Yeah. Oh, no, I, didn't, I guess I didn't. No, right, I thought there you were was only five the... matches they had betting odds on. Hmm. I mean, that could have changed since last night, but this is, you know, 10 o'clock last night, so I'm, yeah. It's been a full 14 hours since then. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, so that's it, guys. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. Fill out your own free digital scorecard. See how you're stacking up up against the rest of the world in there. And like I said, man, we started the show, it was 90 people on there. Now it's 105. 105 people have filled out their uh, scorecard. So definitely want to be a part of this. See how you stack up against the community. And it's fucking free. ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. Free. Go to it. Digital. Fill it out. See how you stack up. Make sure you go to BreakItDownTheRing.com. Support us. Buy some merch. Do it. Check us out. As you can see, we are uh, styling and profiling right here with this BDR. You guys can get your own right now. Uh, that's it. Check out TLC. Make sure you're watching it because you'll know how you stack up. That's it for us. We are your ring crew. Oh, there's no Smitty to kick it off. How does everyone know where to go? Tonic 19. I already said my name. I know you said your name. I'm waiting with Walt. Oh, I didn't hear him say his name. My bad. I was no. I was <laughs> I, I was being polite and not gonna step over you while you were talking. <clears throat> That, that's that's something we don't do here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Baltimore whore. And me, the almighty one, Mikey himself. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much for watching, so much for listening, so much for paying attention, and we are out.